If you're struggling to generate consistent revenue in your business, you may think you have a marketing problem, that you need to post more regularly on social media or that you need to start a podcast or a newsletter or a YouTube channel. But you really don't have a marketing problem or a content problem. What you actually have is a business problem. I'm Janet Murray. I'm a business strategist and copywriter who helps consultants, coaches, freelancers and small business owners generate consistent income and recurring revenue. I'm also the creator of the Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner, which contains tried and tested strategy and resources to grow your business. I'm big on strategy, which for me is about simplicity and finding the easiest route to achieving your goals, always. I don't claim to have all the answers, who does, but I will share the questions you need to be asking to build the kind of business you want and the kind of business you can scale or sell in the future. In this episode of the Courageous CEO podcast, I'll share why marketing is rarely to blame for poor sales or inconsistent income in your business. And I just so happen to have the perfect anecdote to explain why. So back in 2017, I was working as a journalist and building my online business on the side. And like many entrepreneurs, I'm a problem solver. And business owners were constantly telling me they had two problems with content. So number one, coming up with content ideas. And number two, sticking to a content plan and being consistent. So on a whim, I decided to launch a content planner. The idea was actually inspired by my work as a journalist, because as a journalist, you are required to plan timely, relevant content, months, sometimes even years in advance. So I thought I had a good idea of what to include in a content planner for business owners. So I launched an attractive A4 desk diary. It included dozens of awareness days and key dates to help with content creation and planning. And it definitely addressed those two common problems. So being stuck for content ideas and struggling to stay consistent with content. And my first launch back in 2017 was pretty modest with just a few hundred copies printed. But as demand increased over the next few years, the print run increased to thousands. And I improved the planner based on customer feedback, adding new features, including quarterly, annual, monthly and weekly planning templates, social media post prompts, free online masterclasses with challenges on content creation and tons of examples and case studies. But despite my best efforts, some business owners still reported being stuck with content and still said they couldn't stick to a content plan, even though they had all of the resources and I was literally walking them through how to do it. Some even complained that the planner didn't include pre-written social media posts, not seeming to understand that posting the same content as other business owners with different types of businesses and in different industries was not going to get them the results they needed, which in most cases was more customers or clients. And I was just baffled by this because many of my clients were well-educated, they had high levels of expertise across a range of disciplines or sectors, finance, law, human resources, education, amongst other things. And they definitely weren't lazy or certainly they weren't for the most part. So why were they finding content so hard? And then it clicked. The reason some clients were getting stuck with content was because they weren't making the connection between the content they were creating and their business strategy. In fact, many didn't even have a business strategy. And it's impossible to create annually, quarterly or monthly content plans when you have no idea what's going to be happening in your business next month or even next week in some cases. And it's impossible if you are saying you're a business owner, but actually you're a freelancer or a contractor. That's the way that you're behaving. And as soon as I made that link, I just couldn't stop seeing it everywhere. Every client who told me they were struggling to stay consistent with content who said they were getting little or no engagement with their content, those who said they were finding it difficult to get inspired about their content, 
also nine times out of 10, they didn't have a business strategy or it was a bit kind of hit and miss. And in fact, they didn't really have a business. They called themselves a business owner, but they were effectively a freelancer or contractor, which meant they were bumbling along week by week, month by month with no long-term plan and often waiting for the phone to ring or emails to drop into their inbox from prospective clients offering them work. It was very passive, which meant they also didn't have a solid process for generating leads and sales for their business and often didn't even know they needed one. So they'd have these occasional bursts of marketing activity like going to networking events or posting like a mad thing on social media. But typically they weren't doing anything for very long or certainly not long enough to measure whether what they were doing was working or have any kind of impact which meant they were almost always struggling to generate consistent, predictable income, despite often working really hard. So nowadays, when a client says to me that they're struggling to stay consistent with content, they're unsure what to post, or worried they're just adding to the noise, or they're frustrated by poor engagement and sales from content that they're publishing, I always start by talking about their business strategy. And this is what I commonly find. They don't have clear financial goals. So when I ask them how much money they need or want to earn, they often don't know. Or they've plucked a figure out of the air based on what they think they should be earning and something that often bears no relation to what they made last year or even last month. Or what might be possible given the time they have available or the number of leads or sales that they're confident they can generate within a specific time period. And if you don't know how much money you want or need to make and when and you don't know how much needs to come in each month or each quarter or how many units of your product or service you'd need to sell to meet those goals and when you'd need to make those sales. Well, content is just going to be really hard, never mind creating sales generating content. So the second thing I often notice is they're not clear on who they're selling to and even actually what they're actually selling. So I am not a fan of customer or client avatars. So this is advice that's often given by marketing coaches, you know, list out your ideal client attributes, where they like to shop, what car they drive, what designer handbag they lost after or whatever. And the reason I'm not a fan is because it often leads to people trying to sell products or services people don't actually want and uh, creating content for clients that don't actually exist. And when you're not clear on who you help or why you want to help them, when you're not clear on the products or services you want to focus on and when, well, of course, you'll have no idea on how to approach your marketing or what to say in your content. And the thing is, your ideal clients or customers are often right in front of your nose. If you're already in business, your existing or previous clients are the most likely to buy. And if people are paying you right now to solve a problem or they have done in the past, there will almost certainly be more people out there just like them. And they may even be happy for you to refer or recommend those people to you as part of your lead generation sales process. So I know it can be annoying to get interrupted when you're listening to a podcast, but if you're enjoying this podcast and you don't want to miss out when a new episode lands, and I do plan to drop some bonus episodes ahead of the new season, please hit the follow button on your favorite podcast app. You can do it while you're listening now. Not only will this make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes, but it will also help get this podcast in front of more listeners. Thank you so much. And now back to the episode. If you're new in business, people who already know, like and trust you are far more likely to recommend you or your services, even if they have no idea what you actually do, which is why, again, personal recommendations, referrals, introductions is far more powerful than social media. Another common problem is not being able to communicate the value of their offer 
And something we really have to remember is that people don't buy a product or service. They don't buy singing lessons or they don't buy a cleaning service. They buy the benefits or the transformation it provides by having a lovely singing voice. They buy having a clean and organised house and the great feeling that that gives you. And regardless of the product or service you sell, most people are looking for one or more of the following outcomes. So they're looking to save time or free up time in their life or business. They're looking to save money or make more money. They're looking to relieve or remove pain, anything that causes them stress, worry, discomfort, inconvenience. Or they're looking to take action on something that's holding them back. That can be about showing somebody the past, being a more experienced person who can show them a quicker or easier way to get to where they need to get to or actually do it for them. So when I work with a client who is struggling to generate consistent, predictable income, what I often find is that they're trying to sell the features of their product or service, not the benefits. So for example, if they're selling a coaching service, their copy will list out how many sessions a client will have or how many video tutorials they have to watch if there's an online element. And they can often make it sound like it's really hard work and it's going to take loads of time when what people actually want is the lovely singing voice or the clean home. They don't want to know the process that you're going to take them through. And not understanding the value of your offer, well, that also makes pricing difficult because it makes it difficult to create packages for your services. Now, these are all topics we're going to get into in more detail in this podcast series. But briefly, just to understand packages, I often find it helpful to share the analogy of a Chinese takeaway. So when you go to a Chinese takeaway or even in a restaurant, you'll typically get three set menus, A, B and C, at three price points. And those price points are often dictated by the quality of the ingredients rather than the amount of food. So if you relate that to business, your three packages and the three price points might relate to the quality of the outcome. And when you create packages for your services, what you're essentially doing is productizing them. And what that means is you can create rinse and repeat deliverables. And this not only makes client delivery easier and quicker because you're not reinventing the wheel for every client, it also allows you to use banded pricing where you can offer a specific number of deliverables or types of deliverables at a specific price point, the same for each client. And that in turn, it makes it quicker to price up projects, to write proposals for potential clients, because again, you're not having to reinvent the wheel for every client proposal. When an inquiry comes in, you can look at your packages. You don't have to share them with your clients. In fact, I recommend that you don't. And you can easily see whether they fall into A, B or C. And the quicker you can deal with pricing and proposals, the quicker you can onboard new clients and get paid. If pricing is your nemesis, this podcast series includes an episode on developing confidence with pricing, including the banded pricing I talked about. But the bottom line is business strategy is everything. And when you're clear on your business goals and you have a strategy in place, you don't need to spend months obsessing over whether to focus on LinkedIn or Instagram or start a podcast or publish a white paper or do a TED talk. You'll know what to do because you know what you're doing in your business and you know why you're doing it. The answer will be quite obvious. You can also pace yourself with content, focusing on one key content campaign each quarter and then repurposing it for social media and other content platforms, which makes it easier to batch create content. And this is a really good example of applying CEO thinking and strategy to a small business because you're unlikely to hear a chief marketing officer at a big company talking about creating a content plan. They're focused on strategic content campaigns because they get better results. 
I'll share more on content campaigns and how they could change how you feel about content in an upcoming episode of this podcast series. But if you've been struggling with content consistency or just feeling like your content isn't working, please know that content isn't the problem. It's a business problem, which means you've got to go back to basics. You've got to get those solid processes in place in your business, including your lead generation and sales process so you can generate consistent income and you can start to grow and scale your business. And it really is only when you have that level of clarity that you can create a content strategy that supports your business goals. And that means you can be intentional with your content. And that's when you'll stop feeling like it's hard to stick to a content plan because you know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Like I say, there is so much more to this topic, much of which we will cover in upcoming episodes, but we're gonna start with pricing. And in the next episode, We're going to look specifically at developing confidence around pricing. If you're finding the content in the Courageous CEO podcast useful, then make sure you join the waitlist for my 2024 Business Strategy Planner so you can grab the pre-order discount and bonuses, which are only available for a limited time. These tried and tested resources have helped my clients save time and make more money in their business. Like professional organiser Victoria Bantz, she generated £2,800 worth of new business using just one of the templates that you get with the planning system. Rowena Wilding, a marketing consultant who used the planning system and the resources to reduce her working week to three days without reducing her business income. And Zoe Willingham a dog behaviourist who increased her business income, which was already at six figures, by 20% using the strategy and templates in my business strategy planning system. The Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner includes a gorgeous A4 desk planner, and there's a digital version too, a 60-minute audio training, and a template and checklist to help you implement the systems and processes you need to grow your business. Order during the last week of August 2023, and you'll also get my Thought Leadership Strategy Training, and a copy of my new book. That's over £150 in free bonuses alone. I will add a link to get your business strategy planner in the show notes of this podcast, but please make sure you don't leave it too late because those discounts and bonuses are only available during pre-order week, which ends on September 4th.